for accurate, relevant, and thought-provoking astrological conversations in the podcast nation, the place where stars and minds align. Peace. You're now tuned into the Cosmic Convos podcast. I'm your humble host, Harut, and I got my good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? Peace, peace, brother, living, learning, and applying. That's about it, team. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But uh, before we get too far, I want to remind you all to make sure you like and subscribe to this channel or whatnot and hit that notification bell so you can know when we are actually going live out here or whatnot. And as always, this episode was brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group, Calapusha Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to y'all. Indeed, or whatnot. Um, you can find us on, of course, you can find us here at Push It Forward um, Podcast Network on YouTube. You can uh, find us at Push It Forward at P-U-S-H-I-T-F-W-D on Instagram. From there, you hit that link tree. You can get to everything that we got going on. Uh, Brother Ra, how can the people get a hold of you? Same old same, three ways. Calaprusha Astrology at gmail.com, Shekham Ra on IG or Facebook. All of those are tap my shoulder. Indeed, 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 indeed. So uh, you know, here we are, man. We we're 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 getting close to uh that end point of this season, getting close to that that um, you know, that one hundred episode mark. Getting closer and closer. Or whatnot. Been a, it's been a long time coming. We, you know, we just creeping along or whatnot. So we're at episode 19 of season four. That would make that that'll make us on episode um 94. 94. Episode 94, man. Big ups to that. <laughs> yes, sir. Indeed, yes, sir. total or whatnot. So um, you know, we would definitely I'm uh, glad to be here. Glad that you all are still tuning in and growing or whatnot. Um, if you were tuned in on Instagram, I post we, you know, it's, it's always interesting because we, you know, we, we chart, but I just to start, you know, decided to start posting it because I'm like, what's going on in Latin America? What's up? So shout out, shout out to Colombia. Big up Colombia. Shout out I'm, Mexico. I got to make my way down to Colombia. I got to make my way. Man, them tickets is cheap right now, man. I look, they they real cheap right now, man. We <laughs> or what now? You can get down to the Columbia for round trip for about three fifty or something like that. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, I might have to do that. Indeed, or whatnot. But um, you know, Colombia, Mexico. We also I didn't post that one, but we we you know we've been charting, you know, throughout the year for sure in uh, Korea. Um, you know, we even hit some spots in India and stuff like that, you know. I mean, this is Vedic astrology, right? <laughs> you know, got to be, got to get over there. 
Indeed, sure. indeed. You know, but um, yeah. So it's it's interesting to see. You know, we're we're picking up. You know, all across the globe, and especially you know, growing right here in the states as well. So definitely shout out to all of y'all and um, those of y'all internationally. Hit us up. You know, um, find us on Instagram or you know, if you catch us on YouTube and stuff like that, go ahead and hit us up and you know, uh, touch base with us or whatnot. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, last episode, episode 18, you know, um, that was a great episode, man. We got a lot of real good, good, solid feedback from that one, man. I think. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, because it was a, it was a lot of, lot of things that, um, you know, I mean, that I, I, I've never seen like a, um, country's chart just unfold like that, you know? Beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> and we have video evidence of of the actual. That was perfect, perfect. <laughs> you know, or whatnot. You know, and I um since we did that episode, man, I I've noticed um YouTube has changed some things with the algorithm. So like you know, I've noticed that like when you watch something, YouTube is doing a better job of really identifying content that relates to the stuff that you've been watching or whatnot mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. since we did that episode i've a couple Ghanaian channels have been popping up or whatnot and You're i right. um yeah yeah you know so I, I checked out a couple of them and stuff like that and um yeah man it, it just you know ghana compared to a lot of other places you know um and there's some other places i heard uganda is a good place that people uh, repatriate and stuff like that um and, and some other kenya i've heard people do out there and stuff like that but like you know, Ghana, it does, I mean, just, you know, looking at the chart and then just like checking out some of the Ghanaian channels, some of the, you know, Ghanaian, um, you know, content creators out there, it fits. It fits. It fits very strongly. man. so, you know, hey, like I said, one of the missions of uh, this podcast is to legitimize astrology. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? As a, as a, you know, as a bona fide science and stuff like that. So just seeing those correlations definitely... Uh, helps us do that or whatnot. Yeah, I watched you know? it again. It was a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. Um, Say that a lot again. Of good feedback. I watched the podcast again myself, so it was you know just sitting back and able to observe and enjoy it. You know, it was definitely informative. Well, well put together as far as the timing, everything just hit perfectly. And like you said, that video was the cherry on top, right? You just you can't get any better that than to have a country display its own birth. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So big up to that. Big up to that or whatnot. So um, uh, before we get moving in today's, um, you know, show, Rod, you got anything that you wanted to impart on the people before we get rolling? No, I'm ready to get on into this this here topic what we got to discuss today. Indeed. So let's let's go ahead and jump into it. So you saw the title, you know, some of you guys, you saw the cover art. Um you know, this this brother's been in the news recently. He's been in the news for the past few years or whatnot. You know, we did the show on, on cancel culture, right? So, um, you know, he's been, ex- he was experiencing that for a few years. But, uh, you know, uh, a lot of his escapades and stuff like that really wasn't a secret. But, um, you know, it just seemed like nothing could stick to him for a while. Or whatnot, and um, recently we see them. You see them drop the hammer on them, or whatnot. Um, and uh, you know, none other. We're we're talking about 
um, R. Kelly, you know, uh, very, very, very successful, very talented, you know, um, R&B artist, you know, out of Chicago. You know, he was, you know, he had like the Midas touch for, for, for a minute. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <Right>? serious Midas <laughs> touch. He had the serious Midas touch or whatnot. I mean, everything he touched, boom, boom, boom. And uh, when we go through, um, you know, this, this chart today, you're going to see both sides of that. You're going to see that Midas touch and you're also going to see all of the other things um, that, gotten the brother in some deep 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 trouble or whatnot so um none other we're talking about r kelly or whatnot so uh you know normally i'll do the class but we'll just keep it silent for right now yeah we don't want to ruffle we just just keep it silent we already got we already got snit one time right we want to stay as far away from that as possible exactly but um yeah yeah, you know, there's some interesting things about uh, this gentleman that, um, you know, and I start this off with saying that one of the things that astrology teaches you is compassion. Absolutely. You know, um, being as, an, you know, coming from an, an Osarian school of thought where, you know, we really look at things from an impartial um, destiny-oriented point of view that everyone has their lessons, everyone has what we would call their 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 sins, right? And right. so, where this is not something to, this is not a podcast to ridicule, to demean, or to diminish the man in any way. Uh, this is just to show, as my good brother said, the validity and the power of an ancient science in modern times. Um, um, peace, peace, brother. So peace. you know. Um, uh, this this was a very interesting process to create to start because there's a few, you know, there's really one time out there which we discussed earlier, uh, me and Harut, and it's twelve forty seven, you know. And the good thing about the astrology that we have access to, we have another system that conjoins with with the transits called the Dasha system, and the Dasha system by far, right, really just shows how time unfolds, right? Dasha systems are is a system that we can look at more or less like different chapters of life, um, how life unfolds from the chart's perspective in each area. And so the 1247 time, 1247 p.m. to be exact, he is born um, uh, January 8th, 1967 in Chicago, right, Cook County. And uh, you know, the time that they have out there, I just have to say it is lazy astrology, right? Um, we have a gift that we can use these things, dashas, um, um, Varga charts to really fine tune and know what happens from birth, from the cradle to the grave. Right. So, you know, um, and, you know, I was definitely one that was bumping R. Kelly, right? You know, I was on the bandwagon and you know for good reason because the brother's music is melodious is catchy right it sticks in your head um you know at the time i was listening to it you know i was definitely doing some of those things that r kelly was promoting in his song so it wasn't you know far removed from you know um vibing out with it and really rolling with it and there's a lot of other songs that aren't just oriented around um um the things that you know kind of got him in trouble but you know, he's yeah, got he, some good he, music. 
We was listening to the he said in the songs, not 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 what he was doing in the, right, uh, right, not, right. Not, not 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 what he was doing out there in the streets, but what he was exactly. promoting in the songs. Right, <laughs> so I guess it makes exactly. that clear. Right. <laughs> All right, make that very clear. Right. <laughs> so you know, um, but a lot of good music, right? Large yeah. catalog, massive, right? Massive. massive. And um, the time that really fits best for this good brother um, is. Uh, 59 minutes after midnight, uh, 12.59 a.m. And, uh, you know, I went through, you notch it, you move it, you adjust it, right? You tweak it until you see things begin to just set and fall in line. And you're going to see tonight how these things are undeniable. Just like when we did last week with the Ghanaian chart, infallible, right? Infallible. Same thing tonight. You're going to see the power of, right, sidereal slash Vedic astrology. So when we start off looking at a chart, we have to kind of build it and construct it. It's just like, you know, really unpacking a person to get to the deeper layers of who and what that person is. But on the surface, right, this good brother is a Libra ascendant. And... um Libra ascendants have the knack to be, you know, very friendly. In fact, I even met R. Kelly once, um, a little hole in the wall, bar, club, what have you, uh, in Colorado, right? We were sitting next to one another. He looked over and he did have an entourage, right? Uh, mostly women, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the chairs were situated, my chair was sitting adjacent to his, but I had my group, he had his group, and he leaned over and actually spoke to me. Hey, brother, how you doing? Oh, hey, man, how you doing, brother? You doing all right? What you doing in Denver? Oh, I'm just hanging out, doing some, uh, I think he was doing some music, some kind of way. I think, you know, there's some studios and maybe he maybe was doing some tweaking of the music or what have you. I didn't get into good, you know, a whole lot of detail, but very cordial, very respectful, very open, very friendly, which Libras are, right? Um, right. Libras typically enjoy social status, right? Because of that easy rapport that they build. And, you know, you've never heard of R. Kelly really being, in the sense of outside of these circumstances, really someone that would be disagreeable. You know, so, you know, Libra definitely is right and exact in in regards to his ascendant. Um, Extremely beguiling, right? And I mean, you have to be, right, in order to really have uh, an affinity with the ladies, right? You have to have the ability to disarm people you know and put them at ease so this right. is libra's gift right they're people people um in fact he's got a song called party people right libras mm-hmm. like to have fun they like to enjoy they like to live the good life but one of the things that libra also has a challenge with depending on how the chart is positioned is that they are caught between two worlds they're caught mm-hmm. between the world of the materialistic side right the ability to really have the best of everything on the on the material side and they're also caught in the middle of you know leaning towards or leaning into the spirituality right and uh, it's funny that uh, this is the case because um uh, uh what's his name uh Farrakhan right right said that he met him and said that the brother has to be spiritual in order to write those types of songs. And you're going to see he does have a a penchant, a a leaning towards some spirituality in his chart. You know, it's not devoid of that, 
But again, this battle, right? This fight, this, you know, am I going to go this way, right? Or am I going to go this way? Well, you know, sometimes we lean and don't know why we lean, but this is some of the cases that we see with Libra Ascendant. Right. And, um, you know, the thing is, is that when we get into the fine tuning of a chart, we want to take it and really hone it into the degree because the degree of the ascendant tells us very specifically the life pattern, the undergirding powers that the person is gifted with from birth. When you hit the when you hit the air, when you breathe that first breath, right, that is your ascendant degree. Right. right? And we have it at three degrees, right? Three degrees, specifically 29 minutes. That puts them in Shitra Nakshatra. This is another thing that this system has that the other systems don't have, right? It has a very specific way of cutting a chart into 27 different portions to look at a, a smaller, more concise portion of that sign so not all libras are the same not all virgos not all leos right they each have their own special knack within the certain amount of degrees that they're placed in so right each one of these particular nakshatras is governed or ruled by what is called a deva in the west we would call a deity in the comedic vernacular we would call it a netter right right in the West African, it would be an Orisha, right? Um, Lua. Right? So, Shitra, right, is governed by Mars. And it's, it's the star. Each one of these particular 27 portions is connected to a star. So, they're actually star-based. In fact, they even say that this preceded, they used this preceding the 12 signs, right? Because they're yeah, called can, the men. Yeah, I can definitely see sense, that. right? Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Peace, Queen. Peace. Peace, Ta-Nehisi. Um, so, you know, each star is very special, but this star is even more special. This is probably the most special star in all of the 27 because it's actually called Spica, right? Right. And spica is used to determine what we call an ayanamsha, meaning that we use spica to create the actual zero degrees Aries that we know in this form of astrology. We don't use a date, we use a star. So this is a star-based system. So spica is very special. It's called the gem or jewel. And a gem mean, meaning that when you cut a gem, each time you cut it, each time it, it gains another facet, it sparkles and has another refract refractive quality to it. So this man had that special knack, that special star power, as they say, right? Right. Um, the other thing is that, as I mentioned, is ruled by or connected to a deva. The deva is called Javastar. Javastar is the architect or, right, the engineer, right, or the... Um, the uh, uh, inventor of the gods. Right. Right. It is aligned to perfectionism to a fault. And me and this brother know very well what that's like, right? <laughs> because we have some of our prominent placements in those particular stars. 
and that particular right. star. So, you know, perfectionism, making sure things are ex exquisitely, ex explicitly perfect, right? This is how he was able to produce from the inherent qualities of his nature, the, the, the music and the, the, um, the award-winning um, albums that he was able to create. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, folks, when it comes to right, musical ability and especially leaning because Chitra is split between two signs. It's half of it is in Virgo. Half of it, half of it is in Libra. So that right. three degrees Libra, it leans towards the Venusian type of outlet, which is music. Right. 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 So, you know, the thing is, is that because of it being the master architect or the inventor of the gods, he didn't have, you know, Javastar doesn't, he doesn't side with either way. And it still hones back into that Libran disposition of being kind of in the middle, not on the demon side, the Asuras, or the materialistic side, and not on the Deva side, or you know, on the side of, of the supreme being, or leaning towards spirituality, it's in between because it created the weapons for the gods. Indra's bow, right, was created by Travistar, right? Mm -hmm. um, Vishnu's discus, right, is created by Javistar, right? So this particular nakshatra has the ability to create, and it's an impartial process. It doesn't sway either way. But again, Libra has to learn the lesson. Are you going to be spiritual or are you going to be material? Because you can't serve two masters. The other thing is that, and just as the ability to create weapons for the gods, this man created music for the stars. So in other words, the stars are like the gods. He created music. If he touched your music, if you got a song, a beat or something from R. Kelly, you, you're gonna you're bound to blow up. He's almost kind of like Dr. Dre in a way, and right. on the musical side, you you're gonna get a gift from that man, and that man that's gonna take you to the next level, right? Um, he wrote for a lot of people, right? In fact, um, and we won't get sidetracked into her, but come, we'll come back to her in a little bit. Aaliyah, right? Aaliyah was his right under his wing. A lot of her songs and you know her kind of star power is him behind the scenes making those things happen so you know just in that sense anyone that comes under his particular um, um, uh, protection or ability you're going to get some type of gift or gain from that from being affiliated with them in the past of course now the other thing, uh, interestingly enough, is that each one of these 27 nakshatras or lunar mansions has an animal totem that's associated with it. There's several things that go along with each one of these asterisms, which is another name for a nakshatra. It has an animal totem. Each one of them does. But the one that's associated with Shitra is a female tiger. It is known, it's only second most to Vishaka, which is the other, which is the other tiger, which is a male tiger. It is known for its sexual prowess, right? Its sexual appetite. The tiger is one of the most potent and virile animals in the animal kingdom. In fact, they even take, and they used to take 
in India tiger penis and sell it because of its potency. So this harkens back to this man's insatiable desire for these types of things. And I'm not labeling it bad or good. I'm saying that this is how he's created fashion and form to have that type of energy. And sexual energy is also created to or tied to creative energy. Right. That power is tied to the brain as well. It's tied to the ability to have those gifts, to have the deep insight and connections to make something of beauty like a gem or a jewel. Right. Right. So this is this is this is interesting. Right. The way this ties in so perfectly. Now. The next thing that we look at is, you know, this is the, the ascendant is kind of like the overall general kind of pattern of life powers that you inherently have gifts that come without even thinking. It's not even a thought process. Right. For this to happen. But. We go to the moon, which is the mental disposition to understand kind of the operating system or the reflective power of a being or a person so that we understand how the inner world is formulated. And his moon is in Scorpio. This is debilitated, folks. Right. This is debilitated. And so, you know, I don't want to throw debilitations under the bus completely because, like I said, Everything has its gifts, its talents, its abilities. So, you know, that Shitra energy, that perfectionist energy, is also connected to someone that's very intense. Moon in Scorpio is extremely intense, extremely passionate, right? Um, moon in Scorpio is all or nothing. It's not half-stepping. So his mental disposition, his emotional makeup right his overall um uh power and ability to feel right is very 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 strong meaning that it's not something that's just going to halfway do something so you tie these two together you can begin to see why his gifts would take him to the heights that it that it has right right um in the western charts and you know stuff that me and uh this good brother were talking about earlier you know, it puts his moon in um, in Mula. It, there's no way that he could have th these type of gifts with the moon in Sagittarius in that particular nakshatra called Mula. There's just it doesn't come with this particular power. The other thing is that you know inside of Scorpio, this particular nakshatra is Jayesta, and Jayesta is connected to a very specific entity. We talked about it actually the mm -hmm. last show, right? Didn't we, brother? Yeah, we did. Right. Yeah. Now I'm gonna give you all a secret, right? And from many of my students, some of some of which are watching, I do appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, the, the diehards, right? Um, you know, Jay, the way the way you read a nakshatra, the way you read the outcome of a nakshatra is number one, there's stories, right, that are that are connected. Each one of them, like we talked about Javastar, right? Jayesta is connected to a deity or a deva. And the deva is Indra, right? Just talked about Indra a second ago. Indra is a very powerful entity in the scheme of things because it's called the king of gods. Right. 
right? injure that bowl, that bowl that was created by Travis Star, right? right? It's held by Indra, the god of thunderbolts, like kind of connected to, in a sense, he's kind of Thor-like, right? Just like Thor has that hammer, he has a bowl. Now, and that bowl, guess what it shoots? Thunderbolts, right? But this particular portion, and the, the, the secret I'm going to give you, right, is this. We've had a discussion. We've mentioned three different Jayesta connections. We've mentioned it in the Ghana chart. We're mentioning right. in this chart, and we also even mentioned in Nigeria. Nigeria is also connected to Jayesta, but here's the difference. In Ghana's, Ghana's disposition, in Ghana's situation, the Ascended Lord, which is Mars, is in the sixth house of Aries. It's strengthened. So you see the positive aspects come out of Indra. Indra is, remember I mentioned in the last show, it fights a dragon, right? A grand mm -hmm. dragon or a grand beast and cuts the water that the dragon drank and releases the water back to the earth. That means that on the positive side, you begin to see where those lords are placed to see how the disposition is going to come out. In Nigeria's side, Mars is in Gemini in the eighth house, which then we can see the corruption that is followed that follows Nigeria. Despite them having one of the highest GDPs, they're still con considered one of the most corrupt countries in Africa. Right. Well, with this individual, the same thing happens. We follow where that particular Mars, that Lord of this particular sign, where it goes. And it is in the 12th house. So you can start to, if you know a little bit about what we're talking about, you can kind of start to lean in on what this outcome of Indra is going to be. So there's different stories, as I mentioned, right? Right. One of the stories that's connected is, <laughs> and before I even go there, right, the other pieces that Jayesta can produce is someone that is extremely demanding, mm -hmm. right? Extremely outspoken, controlling, manipulative. So Jayesta has these penchant qualities. In fact, it's really the hallmark of what we, what most of us would think it, think of as Scorpio. The other two nakshatras are slightly so, but this one really calls it home. Right. Right. To, right. to a T. It's ruled by Mercury, which is where it gets its outspokenness from. When you saw the Gail King show, you saw Jayesta at work. <laughs> right. Man got up, said his piece, right? You're trying to take my life. You, you're just trying to destroy me. Right? Cancel culture, right? And yeah, we're going to tie... It, it, they were R. Kelly. They were. I mean, he was right. Was, hey, look. They, that's exactly what they was. <laughs> look, look. And remember, we talked, we have a show on cancel culture. We're going to tie that in too. All these shows connect in some way, right? You're going to see how in just a minute. So, Absolutely. you know, the thing about the thing about Jayesta in its connection to Indra is that Indra, along with Agni, as far as the actual Devas are concerned, Indra and Agni are considered the most sexually driven, right? They have a high penchant for, a strong penchant for 
sexual appetites. And in Indra's case, it gets him into trouble. Right. Um, interestingly enough, right, um, Indra is tied to um, a story that he actually um, slept with a sage's wife, right? Sage's, sage Guatama. And sages in the um, Sanatana Dharma, or what you know is Hinduism purview or background, spiritual background, Hinduism, again, is a name that people familiarize, but the, the proper term is Sanatana Dharma. So if you ever hear someone say Hinduism, they're kind of on the surface. But when you hear Sanatana Dharma, they really are pr deep practitioners of, the, of that particular spiritual system. Um, but Indra, well, in, in this particular um, system, sages have a lot of power, right? Sages can even command the gods to do things. And it does make sense because once you become a divine being, right, those forces of nature become, they, they literally are at your will, right? You can move those forces of nature because you have conquered or overcame them to a great right. degree. So the, the sages have a great deal of power. Well, Sage Gautama had a wife and Indra disguised himself using those Right, hidden tactics that the scorpion energy can 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 create, right? He slept with his wife and he was cursed with a thousand vaginas all over his body. <laughs> now, right, he did a lot of penance, right? He put in his penance, meaning that he did his spiritual work, and those vaginas, a thousand vaginas, turned to a thousand eyes. Right. But this just goes to show that the sexual uh, veracity of Indra fits very well with my man R. Kelly, right? Um, one, one thing, real quick, because I, I I got this question um, in the Patreon. Someone wanted to get a good source for all of these stories. I know um, a lot of people are listening. I know they're in a lot of different places, but you know they want to get a good a good source. For these nakshatra stories, hold on. Let's uh, let me flip back real quick so they can see that. Got that? Boom. Right there's the there's the answer to your question, right? Mm -hmm. Right and exact. So this fits very well with R. Kelly's disposition, right? Scorpio is a very sexual sign innately anyway, right? So mm -hmm. it fits well for Indra, right? The king of the gods, right? The, the Thor of India to have its connection, right? To this particular sexual uh, sign. And R. Kelly, right, as we're going to explore, definitely display this on a repeated level. Not in the sense of being um, indicted or caught up, but just in the music that was created. Now, the other thing is that when we begin, begin to look at this, um, <clears throat> Indra is known to have a lot of women. Lots of women. He's known for 
having an entourage of women. In fact, Indra, um, Indrani, right? Indrani, his wife, right? Had to fight off all these different women, right? That kept <laughs> on coming around that, that, that couldn't stay away from his, his virile and his, you know, his uh, manly power. So it's kind of odd, right? That this particular brother has these, these, this entourage, this group of women that uh, were really, right, kind of for all intents and purposes, trailing along the path. In fact, his wife even mentioned, and I know there's a lot more to it than that, because trust me, there's more always more to meets the eye than relationships. We only get half the story. One person's half and the other person's half, and the both combined usually create the truth. But nonetheless, right, his wife even mentioned that he always had women after him. So considering, right, this kind of goes with the territory of being that, having that moon, that mental disposition in Jayesta. Now, <clears throat> um, going deeper, right, as I mentioned, we want to look at a few things. We won't look at the sublord, and sublord is a term that we use to denote what other secondary planet rules the nakshatra. So Mar Mercury is the secondary planet. We'll tie it in a little later, but in fact, just noting that in Libra Ascendant, Mercury rules the 12th house. Right? The 12th house is a very specific house we're going to talk about because we're going to talk about the ruler of the moon and where it is. It's in the 12th in Virgo. Mm -hmm. Remember I said earlier, how do we see if this particular nakshatra is producing those qualities that deal with fighting, which is leaning towards the, the obviously in the spiritual realm of things, or is it going to, right have the negative aspects or the more challenging aspects as far as corruption greed right and those things that we would consider socially unacceptable well the 12th house is that house uh, we're going to talk about it in a minute but the 12th house is considered your closet right it's the bedroom Right. That's where you do your business, right? Where you regenerate, where you sleep. But it's bed pleasures. It's a hidden house. It's not, it's not something you and I would see. Like I said, it's your closet. It's things that are behind the scenes that you will never reveal. Right. However, right, time has a way of showing all things, doesn't it? So the thing that Mars in the 12th house will produce outside of his rulership of the moon and the second house and the seventh house. Mars in the 12th house creates a warrior for fantasies. <laughs> right? A warrior of fantasies. You understand what I'm saying here, folks, right? We're going deeper and deeper into this, right? Where you are in now you are in the rabbit hole, right? Welcome. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right mars is a planet of vigor so vigorously active in the bedroom right and some ladies like you know oh my gosh right is it say is it true what they say right <laughs> right <laughs> right vigorously active in the bedroom demanding in the bedroom right 
another thing that happens is that passion, which is a planet, which is a a uh, epithet or kind of or not an epithet, but an adjective that goes along with Mars, right? Passionate, right? Behind closed doors. Right? But also very strong-willed. So this is these are things that when you begin to kind of get wind of, right, what the kind of common or current um, headlines are, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> right? Jeez. Right. It, it goes with the territory. Right. The other thing to consider is Mars for Libra Ascendant. It's not the greatest planet. You know, Libra Ascendant is considered one of the best Ascendants, if not the best. But it's just not a planet that does well because it creates such a an attachment to the values of your partner. Right, your partner has a lot of impact on how you make your decisions. Partnerships create a whole whirlwind for Libra. In fact. You know, one of the things that Libra has to learn is to let go of unsavory, unhealthy relationships when they begin to pull or sway them again away from their spirituality. So the other thing that you can consider with Mars in the 12th is that it can create aggression with situations while in being incarcerated. Right. Right. And there has been some say, some hearsay. I don't know if they're rumors or if they're being confirmed, but somewhat, right? I've heard that some things have happened with betwixt himself and other individuals or inmates while he's in there. And so Mars in the twelfth definitely, while you're behind those particular four walls, right, can 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 create some drama, right? Now. <clears throat> The, the the piece here is that when we look at the ascendant, the ascendant is going to give us some indications because what's in the ascendant looks at the seventh, what's in the seventh looks at the ascendant. Rahu is in the, the seventh house. So Mars has some of that Rahu power. Right. Mars carries that energy with it. So even more so, this placement is creating a backdrop and an undertow of insatiable desires. Things that can't be quenched. Remember we talked about already, he's Shitra Ascendant, which is a female tiger. Slow, burning, intense, right? Waiting in waiting, waiting to pounce, to pounce. <laughs> right? At McDonald's. No, just play. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, just play, right? That but, was low. Right? Oh. That was right. But that, no, that was that was just a sidebar. Though, right? But but that's, that's the that's say. the that's what they say, right? Right. And again, they say, right, that he would go to the high schools. Not to say it's true. But interestingly enough, the female tiger is probably more fierce than the male. Mm-hmm. In the sense of its drive and its need to get something out of the situation. So this is not an easy energy to deal with, folks. This is hard stuff to face and to master. 
right? We take it lightly because we're not in that particular position. How many of us do you know have a Shitra ascendant within the, the with, at the third degree, which puts it at a Scorpio Navamsha? That is hard to deal with, folks. See, this creates compassion. It gives you an understanding that we all have our sins. We all have our skeletons in the closet. Right. Right. How many of us can walk up and say that, you know, I'm, I'm completely absolved of sin. I have never done any this, that, and the other. And here's a reality. Even a thought is a thing. Absolutely. Right. So if you've had the thought, you've had the reality. Just because you and I are, we are not able to, are privy to see it. What goes off in your goes on in your mind is something that your mind experiences as reality. So again, if we had access to each one, each other's thoughts, we'd all be R. Kelly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? We, well, you know, we did it. We did a show on that particular thing on itself about, you know, compassion and astrology. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that, is, that is a real thing, you know, and, you know. People really do like to do that. They like to go and, you know, point out and be like, ah, you did this. And it's like, you know, maybe you didn't do that thing, but you do that thing. <laughs> you Whatever understand you what I'm do, saying? You do it, right? Exactly. exactly. Right. I had a, you know, it was a, um, in a, one of our ceremonies, you know, um, one of the, when somebody brought down the, the concept of a centimeter. Not a centimeter, but a centimeter. <laughs> a centimeter, right? Where is your Where is your level hitting, right? You know, it's like it, you know, you got this idea about oh my, this wrongdoing is that much worse than what you're doing. In reality, they're all the same. The impact really just depends on what your main lesson is. You know, maybe you know, smoking weed for somebody else might be nothing, but for another person, it could be like the the decryptonite the, the, the exactly. then exactly you know like what's his name um you have josh gordon josh mm-hmm. gordon mm-hmm. uh wide you know former wide receiver for the browns and whatnot mm-hmm. you know i mean shoot we took him out the league <laughs> literally and all that the was, players smoke was, weed all of them do it but, but he, for he him, won, that for was him his, right exactly you know <laughs> exactly you know so again this is not to ridicule or demean or diminish the brother because I have a lot of respect for a man that has the determination and drive to make something of himself and to even help others do the same. That is not what we're here to do. What we're here to do is show the power of the of the science and the ability to see how these things work, right? At, at so, birth, someone would know that he, could, he had those, those potentials sitting there. Right. And you know, and and in a uplifted, cultivated, you know, community, or family, you know, they could have, you know, maybe, you know, developed him a certain way, you know. Mm-hmm. But part of it, I mean, but you know, also that you can't sidestep destiny. So a lot of this, he had to go through. <laughs> this is his part. This is what he signed up for. Right. He signed right. up for it. <laughs> you know, and you know? and the thing is, is that karma, right? is a very serious part of what we practice and study, right? No one escapes the long long arm of the law, right? So the person that is raped potentially more than likely 
had the experience of raping someone in another in another life, right? Right. The that, one, that, the person. Go ahead. No, I was at, um, to the question. Act so it's not if you you know I mean in general spirituality doesn't mean you know you don't ever defend yourself you don't ever make corrections when need to be made but it's just in the spirit of what you understand what i'm saying um you know of course nobody would uh want to have those things done to their own daughter of course and if you happen to uh be there <laughs> when something like that was happening um you know i know the creator wouldn't have a problem with you taking care of your business right or whatnot so but it's still after all that putting in context and looking at it from just a holistic perspective of why why is it happening why is this person doing this you know exactly you know in the in the spiritual vernacular of kemet asar is an i right it's observation alone so you know from a higher perspective remember karma is a trickle down process Right. When you are seeing someone born with deformities, with some arm or limb missing, how do you know in another life they weren't the perpetrator in war, that they removed the arm of a child or an innocent person in those circumstances so they have the opportunity, and I'll say opportunity because that's exactly what it is, to experience right. life from a perspective that unbeknownst to you, you are going to now feel the inability to use the same tool or ability or part of your 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 body that the other person had the unfortunate circumstance of experiencing and where does it stop is the question it stops when you realize that you are responsible for your own destiny ultimately you are responsible for the responses that you give in life that's why spirituality calls and harkens you to be able to center yourself and understand the thoughts that come up from the subconscious all the way out and be able to put thoughts back into your subconscious at the same time. So that person that experiences those experiences, no, it's not an excuse. No, it's not a, a easy way out to say, hey, they had karma, so they had it coming to them. Because it's also up to the person that if you can protect, that is also your karma as well. Right. 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 So it's, it's deeper than just the surface or just a one-to-one. It's chestnut checkers. It's not just the simple aspect of an experience. It's what's behind the experience, the lessons behind the experience. And this man is obviously someone that has a, a plethora of opportunities to learn from in this life. doesn't mean that, um, you know, and they, what do they say? You only know how high you can go is as low as you can go. Right. You reach heights where you have to be brought down to some depths to be able to understand what life is about. And those that reach those heights and that are not caretakers, not protectors, and not upholders of other people's um, innocence and, and also their particular um, karma, right? Then they have a lesson to learn. And again, we all have ours. So back to the specifics, right? Rahu being in the seventh house definitely gives a risk-positive disposition in relationships, right? Rahu is risk-positive. It takes a risk. Right. It has the 
the disposition to experience and taste taboos. The area which it experiences it is the place is where it's where it's placed, and the outlet, the karmic outlet, is the area where that Lord is placed, which is the twelfth house. So, getting deeper into this, right? Now we're going to tie it into some real-time activity because we've got a good general sense of what's going on here. We could go deeper, right? We could look at the sun. We can look at everything else. But we're going to go a little deeper in the sense of timing. Right. Now, right now, as this man sits in prison or in jail, I don't know if he's in prison yet, but Saturn is transiting the fourth house, right? Saturn is sitting next to or very close to within four degrees. His ascendant Lord. Now, the way this works, there are indicators, what we call caracas. Indicators are representatives or things that kind of show or connect to a specific house, even if it's not ruling it per se. But isn't it interesting that Saturn aspects the 12th house? Right. Saturn is the Karaka for, guess what? The 12th house. <laughs> 12th house. Imprisonment. So he himself physically is feeling the pressure, the restrictions, the delays, the almost a sense of denial that Saturn produces. I said a sense of denial. Right? The thing is, is that, and you'll be surprised, he may very well not get the full life sentence that they're purporting because Saturn is his yoga Karaka. It's the planet that gives him kind of like a leg up. Saturn is a gift to Libra ascendant because it's obvious. It's one of the things that's exalted in Libra, but it rules very special houses and that connection kind of lightens the load a little. So we're, we're seeing the, the uh, aftermath, but we may also see that he may not get, as much as as much time as they purport a life sentence, right? Well, you know the uh, <laughs> and you can see it in the case itself. I mean, he got charged with racketeering. You know, right. um, it, it's a weird case. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like everyone knows that he he's you know participated in in those activities. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And 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 we're being careful because YouTube algorithm. Uh, we got it's, we, it's, certain it's, words you can't careful. say, yes. <laughs> right? You can't yes. say certain words. I learned words. that, folks. Right? I learned that. <laughs> the R word is one of them, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, engaging in some of those activities, we people know that he he's played a part in that for sure, on some level, right? But what he's being charged with is almost like the Bill Cosby case a little bit, right? It is very similar to the Bill Cosby case. Yes, you're right. Right, because it's like they're trying, they're they're trying him, or they're they're convicting him off of what they almost know that he does, that he did, but they don't. That the, what the evidence that they're actually using is not the correct evidence to convict him for what he's being convicted for, if if that makes sense. Yes, right, absolutely. So I can, I could see something happening with the case. He's I don't think it's going to be the sentence that he's been thrown. Something's going to no. happen. Something's going to get yes. reduced. I would agree, definitely. Um, but, you know, um, the other thing is that, you know, 
it produces a very serious tone in your life. Right. You know, things become very grave. Things become very costly. Karma, right, is seriously at play when Saturn is sitting next to you. Your ascendant Lord is you. Right. So imagine, you know, if for lack of better terms, the Grim Reaper, right? Uh, Yama in the um, in the uh, Sanatana Dharma vernacular or Hinduism, um, um, the god of death, right? Sitting next to you, Sekert, right? Babaluaye, right? Sitting next to you. Right, it's a very cold feeling, as if you know no I mean? one you is go, there for you. Yeah, you what you gonna want to get up and, and go sit on and go find another chair? <laughs> and Saturday, it's gonna say nope. You gotta sit you next to me. Ain't, ain't right? nowhere There's, you can't go. Nowhere. Ain't nowhere you can go. <laughs> That's how it feels for him right now. Right. That's how it feels. That's why it meant. That's what I meant. Compassion. And you have to even have compassion for the person that commits the sexual assault, the person that is the so-called perpetrator. You still have to have compassion for that person, too. Right. Because that person has an illness, just like if you're sick from something else, sickness runs deeper than just the physical body. It starts in the mind. It starts in the heart. And interestingly enough, right, my good brother here pointed out that R. Kelly was molested by his sister at a very early age. Right? So this is not something that is just arbitrary. Right? Sexual addiction, folks, is very real. We all have some addictions. We all have our things that take us there. Right? Some of it's food. Some of, For some of us, it's food. Right? Yeah. Some of it some of us is exercise. You can exercise to a fault. You can begin to break your body down. People that are bodybuilders, they want to see their body in this particular light. They begin to become addicted to it. And, and usually in an unsavory way, they begin to take steroids and begin to alter their body. Right. right? For some of us, it might be altering the physical body. Maybe it's tattoos, whatever it is. Right, plastic surgeries. We all have our addictions. So this is not to make an excuse for him. It's just to understand that look, this man is going through his karma. He's experiencing his destiny. And the thing is, is that during his childhood, these things were programmed. When you are a child, this is the most sensitive, most vulnerable, most exposed time of your life. So when those things are replayed over and over and over and over and over and over and over, they have to be enacted. Because the mind, the yi leads the chi, and the yep. the chi is in the body. So, folks, this is not something to just sweep under the rug. These are things that are domino effects. Now, going deeper with this, right? Um, he's experiencing a nodal. Um, he's he's going to experience a nodal return just in April of 2022. So coming up, things are going to be very different for R. Kelly for the rest of his life. Nodal returns happen every 18 to 19 years. So at 18, to, at the age of 18, well, the last nodal return he had was 36. Mm -hmm. right? The nodal return before that he had was at 18. 
right? 19. So these nodal returns happen every 18 to 19 years, right? So it's a time frame where they purge, where they get old stuff and they bring it out to the surface, good or bad. It's not a personal thing. The nodes don't have a, they're not a likes, like, they don't like or dislike anybody. It's just a matter of energy at work. Right. Right. Not only that, he's going to have a nodal return. It's going to be in his first house and seventh house, right? The axis of his personality and other people. This is going to call attention to those things that we talk about as far as his tenacity, his directness, his forcefulness, his energy to make things happen. This is going to make things happen in another way. Watch, right? He's also having a Mars return at the same time. I mean, the deck is stacking, folks. You can see this gets thicker and thicker and thicker. He's having a Mars return. Mars right. is in the 12th house as we speak right now. And for y'all looking, this is that's where the six is at in this this little dial, this circle here. Six house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, not six house, six, six sign Virgo right here. This is the 12th house. So you can see what's transiting. That and 12th look, house right here. Mars, Mars is behind sun. it and it's approaching it. Yeah, it's close. So Mars is at 20, de 20 degrees. His natal Mars is at 24 degrees. Four degrees this, difference. This inner ring, y'all, is the, the natal chart, right? This right. is the natal chart. That's the inner ring. The outer ring is what's transiting right now. Yes, sir. Okay. Four degrees difference, folks. Four degrees difference. It's uncanny. This is un this is how you know this is this man's destiny. This is his chart because this is happening at the exact time. And we haven't even gotten into the life chapters yet because when we get there, it's going to put a stamp on it. Then you'll see it for sure for what it is. Now, going Indeed. deeper, right? The second Lord is ruled. The second house is ruled by Mars. Guess what the second house is? Your savings. <laughs> Money. <laughs> right, and it's, it's it's dwindling. No, it's dwindled. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> now, here's the deeper aspect. Some of you don't know that the second house also second house and fifth house connections talk about your library, mm. your catalog. His catalog. No one will touch it with a 10-foot pole. YouTube, they took down his YouTube channel. Cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, right? 12th right. House is canceled. Remember, we talked about that during that particular uh, podcast. The 12th House is cancellation. He's canceled. No one's playing his music. But the odd part is that now his music is getting more play on the actual... Um, I think Spotify, exactly. Spotify numbers is, is out the roof. Skyrocketed. So it's a kind of a bittersweet. And look, Saturn is sitting next to him, like I said. Right. He's like, wow, my Spotify is blowing up, but I can't touch anything that's being produced from it. My catalog won't even be bought by anybody. You can't sell it. Right. That's your second house in the 12th of expenditure loss. Right. So this is clearly what's cracking, right? The other thing is his diet. 
Second Lord is what you put in your mouth. It's in the 12th house of imprisonment. Mm. This man is used to eating used to eating the best of foods, I'm sure, if he had that knack. Don't know what his diet was like, but I'm sure he had access and probably exercised that access at some point throughout his career. Right. So now he's getting a taste, the second house of imprisonment. I was like, whoa. When I started <laughs> really rectifying the chart, I'm like, whoa. Getting a taste of imprisonment. I was cold. Like Saturn does next to the Ascendant. This is how you begin to construct and formulate the complete composite of what a, a being's experiencing in this particular human experience. When I say human in quotes, it's in quotes. Because we are not human. We're divine beings having a human experience. So getting deeper, right? Mars also rules Chitra, which is the sublord of his ascendant, pulling also the physical body into the imprisonment process through transit. He was convicted September 27th when Mars was in the 12th house. He was already imprisoned, but the conviction now is going to stick it to where he's going to be there for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Now, Jupiter also, right, ruler of the sixth house, right, is in the fourth house as well, and this is enemies. And by the way, folks, the twelfth house is hidden enemies as well. People that come out the woodworks. So during this trial and case, everybody came up and said something. 45 people testified against him, people, many of which were his right-hand men, security guards, people that worked for him, people that had his back, but they were secretly behind the scenes, right, being or are being used to make sure that the conviction stick or stuck, excuse me, and it did. They got him. Now, Jupiter, right, is aspecting the 12th house (laughs) as well. Right. And this this Jupiter rules litigation also that rules the sixth house for Libra sentence or rules litigation and rules courts. So he's feeling that pressure from Saturn and Jupiter simultaneously. He's stuck in the middle. It's I'm like, wow. This is heavy duty. Right. So that's just the transits, right? That's just the, the, the large hand on the clock. And the other hands as well as they move, right? We're seeing exactly what's happening. But now we're going to get into the actual life chapters of R. Kelly. And mm-hmm. life chapters is the Dasha scheme that I mentioned earlier that we have the power to see from birth how you started off, what your karmic dispensation is. Right? Dashas are karmic dispensation. I started off in a Mars Dasha. So my dash and my karmic dispensation started off with Mars, right? And then, of course, proceeded forward. So that creates a whole set of events for me to experience my karma as it plays out. Right. This man started off in a Mercury dasha, right? Mercury rules the, the ninth and the twelfth, right? But it's in the third. 
So mm-hmm. father wasn't there. Right? Because it's the opposite to the ninth. It's in opposition to the ninth. Right? Not only that, <clears throat> he enters a K2 dasher during his childhood. K2 is in the first house. K2 has the disposition to create things that are uncontrollable. Uncontrollable. You don't have a choice when K2 comes around. Y'all think we talk about Rahu. Rahu <clears throat> is the light end. K2 is like Oya. It demolishes. It's like a tornado. There's nothing standing after you have to rebuild. So this man experienced that at a very early age, that he literally was broken down, in other words. And the opposite is Rahu in the seventh. So that connection is very sexual. I.e., hmm. right? Someone doing something to him uncontrollably so that put him into a whirlwind or a spin. Right? K2 is like Oya in the Western African traditions. Right? Oya is like a tor- it's like a tornado. It's a, it spins. In fact, when you see Oya in her dance in the rituals, she has nine colors and she spins. Isn't it? It's interesting, right? Hurricanes. That, that, yeah, that, that Indian, um, you know, Nigerian connection is very interesting. It is. It's very. a lot. It's a lot of parallels. It's a lot of parallels. Like I even, I think I said it one time. There's a city in India called Orisha. Called K two. What is it? I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a city in India. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. In, I'm sorry. West Africa. I was thinking K two, but go ahead. In in, in yeah, India, they, it, called Orisha. It is Orisa, O R I S A. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? One called K2 in West Africa in the in Yoruba land, right? And then you have one called Orisa in. I mean, that's crazy, right? But anyway, that's that's, that's dead on parallel. But nonetheless, right? That spinning out of control, that spinning with no head, being headless, being subject to someone else's whatever, right? That's what K2 does. And it happens in the childhood. Happens in the childhood, folks. This is hard to deal with. This is not, whenever you have those dashas, those life chapters happen in your childhood, you have no control. Right? None. I mean, you don't have any control anyway. But let alone to have a very impactful, very intense, very harsh energy like K2 for seven years, that's not easy, Greasy. And. K2 is in Swati. And Rahu. Rahu ruled Nakshatra. Thank you, my brother. Right? You got to. See, my man's on it, right? <laughs> Talking about, right? See, he already there with me. Don't let him fool y'all, right? He's right there with me. Trust me, right? He knows this stuff very well. So, K2's in a Rahu ruled Nakshatra, and Rahu's in the seventh. Right there, showing you that this is exactly what is happening, right? So, the next Dasha, and this is when we can now start talking about things that we know about R. Kelly. It hits in 1991. Right? 1991. I'm sorry, excuse me, 1981. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It lasts for 20 years because K2 is a short bid. Short bid. 
It's a short <laughs> spot. It has to be. It's too intense. Could you imagine 20 years of K2? You would be dead. Yikes. You'd be in the inner planes. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't handle that. It's too much. Right? <laughs> and so it's like bitter. It's like you get the you get the the negative, and then here comes Venus for 20 years, and she gives you all that sweet nechum nechum, all that 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 nice, comfortable uh, 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 energy that that soothes to puts the salve over the burns of K2. Right. So from 1981 to 2001, this man is in Venus Dasha, and guess what, folks? That's when R. Kelly blew up. Right. Venus is in the fourth house in Saturn, a friend sign. And guess what is in the opposite to Venus? Directly opposite in less than a degree. Less than a degree. Opposition. An exalted <laughs> Jupiter in the 10th house. Right? So that, that when those two things happen, the energies exchange, that exact opposition, and I'm going to say exact, within less than a degree. I mean, mm -hmm. what is, what is, is uh, Jupiter's at 744. Venus is at 833. If you do your math, right? Venus would have to be at 844 to be a full degree. So it's less than a degree. We looking at, right. you're looking at seven and eight. I'm not looking at seven and eight. I'm looking at less than a degree. That's very, that's an extremely tight aspect. So when that person, his physical body, his personage, his person is his personality, his overall countenance, his appearance, his abilities to do what he does is aspected by an exalted Jupiter in the 10th house, he blows up. Right. And his, and here's the thing, check it out. Can you uh, make the Vim Shatari just a little bit bigger so we can see the, uh, the, uh, prontina, uh, the secondary period? And go down to Venus if you can. Watch when he blows up, folks. Just take a look. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this is how you do it. Right? Jupiter, Pontianar, Sub the, the secondary period is called the Prontianar. The secondary period is you know, sub Dasha, but is Venus Jupiter, meaning they're directly in opposition. He blows up in this period. Literally, his first album, right? Honey Love was released in May of 1992. Right? <laughs> Still Venus Jupiter, isn't it? Right. Right? Bump and grind. 12 play. <laughs> now, granted, Venus is the planet of love making, right? So right. what would you produce other than bump and grind, 12 play, honey? What is the what is the 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 food of Venus of Heru of Oshun? Honey. Kala makala makala mika. Honey. Honey love. Hello. This ain't no accident, folks. Right. This is how deep the rap. Now you in the now. Welcome, Alice. Right, because you're in Wonderland. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You now can see this man's destiny at play. 
and you're going to see right. further and further here in just a minute. So Venus, right, produces all of these, right, Sex sex Me, right? I know y'all know that song, Sex Me. I can start singing it because it's, it's in my head. He put that in my subconscious, right? That's how powerful this man is. Right. So don't sleep on R. Kelly. He is a mastermind of music. That's what that Chopper Star is. It's a mastermind. Right? He introduces Aaliyah to the world. Right? He did marry her, and the marriage was um, annulled. Right? But he did marry her. In this Dasha. Right? Now, <clears throat> in the Saturn aspect, right? Saturn Bukti, Saturn Pranthianar, he produces a self-titled album, R. Kelly. It reached number one on the charts, folks. It was the number one album. That is, that's, I mean, hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And then to have a whole album go, go I mean, 12 Play was a six-time platinum song. Six times platinum. That don't, that's, it's not, you know, most folks, most artists would die, sell their souls to get that kind of recognition. <laughs> so this is someone that really is destined for musical greatness. Um, I Believe I Can Fly was produced and created in the Venus Dasha. I think what? Had, when did that come? That had to be like 97, 98. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right towards near towards the end. Right. So this whole Venus Dasha, he's he's the man. Right. Ninety six. Ninety six. Right. See. Right. Venus Saturn again. Right. I think it was featured in the um, Space Jam. Space Jam. Yeah. Yep. This is this is this is destiny at play, folks. This is the power of the astrology that we use, right? That our ancestors engendered. Not the Greeks, not Hellenism, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Not the Ptolemies, right? Not Hipparchus, not the Babylonians, right? Us, right? Now, definitely, definitely. So the next period to ensue is the Sandash, and this begins in 2001. And he does still have a lot of um, notoriety. Sun is notoriety. I mean, not notoriety, excuse me, wrong word. A lot of popularity, right? A lot of mm -hmm. um, uh, 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 still accolades, still producing, making music, right? Um, but interestingly enough, I didn't even know this until I began to match the pieces of the puzzle, right? Um, absolutely, right? Karma, you know, they, they, people say overnight success, right? It's karma at play. It's destiny at work, right? It never, it, it never escapes that paradigm. When we study things, we understand that 
when we study certain spiritual systems, right? When we look at what we call the tree of life, there's a reason why destiny is at the top, right? Because it's trickled down into reality. Right. Right. You can't escape it. The other side is, right, that the ability to recognize and understand and have an articulate entity such as a guru, a sage, or an oracle display and connect you to that destiny, but it will not escape that or supersede it or leave it. They work hand in hand. Right. But when you violate the word of God, when you don't listen to your intuition, your inner conscious, your the thing that's telling you don't do it, you have to pay the, the piper. You have to pay right in the terms of destiny. Right. Little little occult secret for those that know what I'm talking about. Right. So And he had his opportunities for sure. Oh, oh you best believe a whole he bunch. Had fair, he had fair warnings. Because <laughs> we're gonna see about those fair warnings and how he escaped them. And guess what? The Sandasha. Mm -hmm. Now, it, interestingly, what I was mentioning is that he actually was playing, or either playing or was going to play, uh, semi-professional ba ba basketball. That was one of his loves, his passions. Look where the son is placed. Third house. Third house mm -hmm. is the what? Hands. hands. It's sports as well. So this yeah, is... They... Go ahead. No, they did. I mean, he did have a reputation of being a good hooper. Yeah. Boy had some dribbles on him, right? So, you know what I mean? This is showing that this is when it awakens within him. He's already got the music thing down packed. Everybody knows R. Kelly. I'm going down in history books. I'm good, right? Now I can I can do some of my other dreams. I can live out some of my other realities. Yeah, he's thirty. He's in his mid thirties at this point, so he's already had a full career already. He could have he could have bowed out right then. And you still will be seeing here and sex me in the back of your brain, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Even if he just fell off, right? Right. He well, had, I mean, in, in this period, I don't know if you're gonna go there, but. Um, I mean, he dropped albums and he had smashes during this period of time, but he oh, really, yes. he really lent himself to a lot of people during this time. He was a, he was a collaborator a exactly. lot during this time period. And okay. Third House is collaborations. Right. Right. Colleagues. Right. right. So, and look, Mercury is conjoined it. So writing, right. Writing for others. Right. Now, we're not going to get into the, the nakshatra and all that because that would take us on too far of a tangent. We'd we be out here four hours. We would be here <laughs> that long, right? <laughs> right? But we keep it nice and, and succinct because we've definitely gone very deep as far as his some of his major nakshatras are concerned. But, mm. um, you know, in this time period, yes, he does have a few, quite a few other albums. It's interesting that he, I, you know, I didn't even know he collaborated, was trying to collaborate with Jay-Z. Well, he did two albums with Jay Z, right, right, and they they, they came out, but both at both times, they uh, Jay that he had cases that, that that were coming up, like that's when the first. I mean, everybody knew about the Aaliyah thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I mean, because I was in second grade when he was married to Aaliyah, <laughs> oh, you make and I knew about brother. it. <laughs> no, but I but I I, I knew it. Yeah, I mean, I knew about it at that age. You understand what right, I'm saying? So right, everybody, right, right. you know, but. <laughs> 
right when they dropped that first album, that's when the the serious allegations mm-hmm. started coming out first, and they drew back, so it didn't get no promotion or nothing like that. And then they went and tried to read up again, do it again, well, Gabe, and then wait, they came wait, out so, even more. And this son Dasha, right? And here's the thing: he has some disputes with Jay Z. They were trying to do a major, major deal, and son, which is ego, can be egotistical, right? Right. The battle of egos, as they say, because Jay's ego probably is bigger than his, right? They weren't going to, they did it, but they weren't going to go all the way with it. They didn't really produce the whole full pro, um, cause they were trying to, he was mentioning something about doing stuff for black people and trying to make this music thing to where really we could really get some things out of it for our people. And they just didn't work out one ego, the other ego. Hey, you know, you know how it goes. Right. But nonetheless, in this time period, this is when the first charges were dropped. Or not dropped. They were they were um, they were leveraged against him, and so he was accused of child pornography uh, as a in two thousand two twenty one counts, twenty one counts, folks. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. He gets acquitted. Why? Why? What? How could he do that? Well, what sign is the sun sitting in? Sag. And what rules Sag? Jupiter. Jupiter Jupiter came through for him, right? <laughs> it didn't smear his career. Yeah. No losses. Yet. The charges were dropped as of 2004, but there were still pending charges, right? That had to be dropped later, and we'll talk about those here in a minute. So during this Sundasha... Right. There's some things that transpired that were the warning signs. And the sun in the chart is your soul. Your conscience. Albeit. There's two sides. There's a side that leans towards the world, which is the egotistical dictatorial disposition. And the sun can produce the intensity of the heat of the sun that burns off others. But also it's the intensity and the heat that can burn within so that you can get through the confusion of your of your mind and listen to your inner being, your heart. Because in Kemet, we weighed the what? The heart. Heart gets a feather. And the sun is connected to the heart. Right? So his conscience was probably alerting, sending a red flag through these particular examples. Hey, man, you got off. You got off, off, like, like off, I, off, like bye, bye, off, off with career still intact. So remember, we talked about those things that come to pre-warn you to lean. You're supposed to be leaning. The scales of Libra were supposed to tip in towards the balance of spirituality. Well, let's see what happens because karma will deal its dealings. We hit a, we hit a moon, Dasha. Right in 2007. And guess what, folks? In 2008, he was acquitted of 14 counts that were charged in the sun dasha. So even in the moon dasha, he had the ability to literally stave off any negative karma. But isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that that is when he created that In the Closet series? Now, look, folks. That series is all about drama, isn't it? 
right? Mm-hmm. One drama after one drama after, and you know, I even watched it. I was like, man, let me see what this is like. This is crazy. Like, you know, at that time, which comparatively now, that's nothing to things that we're seeing to this in this day. But at that time in 2008, 2009, 2010, in the closet was a big thing because he had, you know, a little soundtrack that went with it and everything. But it was portraying things that were happening that were unsavory, some of them sexual, some of them violent, all things that tie into Scorpio. See, the moon is now playing itself out throughout this. And this is when he does fall into some obscurity, musically speaking. We don't hear from R. Kelly as much during this time period. Right. But what rules the moon? Bars. And it's where in the 12th house of the what? The closet. (laughs) The closet. (laughs) Just look. Because we think that the mind produces things arbitrarily. No, your karma, your your being has already been articulated. So when these things right. unfold, he's, he's, billy, he's literally spilling the beans, right? He's telling you that in the closet, there's things in his closet, right? Simultaneously, you don't write anything without some type of purview or experience of it from your own personal background. Right. Right. Growing up in Chicago, I'm sure... In the closet wasn't a hard thing to write, but also understanding that he himself had some things going on behind the scenes. And Mars was, I'm sure, at play. This is when the sex cult really, right, when they, if you go back, that's kind of like this is the era that these things kind of, by the behind the scenes, they more or less take place. The moon Dasha, and that moon Dasha lasts for 10 years. Well, we can you can go and you know do your research and get deeper into it right into the specifics of those particular outcomes in that dasha but just know right that this is a time period that literally he's feeling an emotional overtone an emotional overwhelming emotions over you know writers and people that create these things they get it out through their art Right, they get it out through their music, through what they produce. It's kind of a catharsis. And guess what is the sign of catharsis? Scorpio. See, these things are serious, right? Now, you have two options to turn. You know, the Scorpion energy is kind of like eighth house energy. It's transformative, but a caterpillar can turn into two things. What two things? A butterfly, butterfly, which feasts on or eats the subtle essence of flowers, or what else? A moth. Yeah, yeah, a moth. Yep. <laughs> right. And moths, what do they say? Are attracted to the what? To the light. To the flame. Yeah. See how this goes, huh? Caterpillar or butterfly? What do you think, right? <laughs> I'm go. I mean, a, cat, a moth or butterfly? What do you? Th- I'm thinking moth because the attraction, the innate need to to feel or to be around something, the light of a young woman, the energy of a young woman or women. Period. It becomes more intense. 
more insatiable, more driven, more, I got to have it. And that produced Mars Dasha. Mars Dasha starts in 2017, my people. And guess what? <laughs> this is when it begins. This is when the undertow takes R. Kelly under. Can be healing. Can be. If you're willing to heal. If you're willing to pay the price, the sacrifice, to remove yourself from the situation, which Scorpio has the power to do, believe it or not. Scorpio is the power to extract itself. It's a sol solitary creature. You don't see scorpions rolling in packs, right? They're by themselves. Right. But when you have an entourage, lots of people that feed your, 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 your addictions, healing isn't in the, the, the cards. Mm -mm. Catharsis. And for those, who, for those who catch it on the audio, one of the commenters... Um, commented on catharsis um, being also related to healing, and that's what we're answering right now. We're just, you know, piggybacking on it. Because she, yeah. it's correct. She's correct. Right. Absolutely. But it, is it going... It doesn't happen that way all the time. And it can, right? But moon in Scorpio is debilitated. So that catharsis is more of a painful process versus one that really relieves the pain. But with no um, no cancellation, none, not none. one. Yep. It's it is it is real deal. So right, going deeper, right? Mars Dasha. This is when. The, the pot is boiling, right? And he's in <laughs> it, right? It's the current Dasha he's in right now, my people. Right now, he's in a Mars Dasha. And isn't it ironic, tying it back to the transits, Mars is in the 12th house. My goodness. <laughs> that is serious stuff. Seven, July uh, 2017, this begins one of the processes of um, when they begin to charge him. They begin to, the charges begin to rack up, right? Nothing sticks quite yet, but they're beginning to stick, right? Because the 12th house is that house now you got to pay your, you got to pay the piper. And they call him the what? It's a pie, piper. <laughs> the pie, piper. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild stuff, folks. Saturn aspects. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. I mean, I'm not laughing at a man's downfall, but it's like serious. Like this is when you pay the piper, you got to pay for your for your infractions. Twelfth house stuff is gonna make you realize I should have, could have, would have not. Hindsight is twenty twenty. It it's always twenty twenty. So oh yeah, right. January of two thousand nineteen, 
is when surviving R. Kelly hits. Right? Look at that Dasha. Look at that Dasha. What's the Dasha? It's at the it's Mars Rahu, but it's at the verge of Mars Jupiter. And when that and when that hit, when that surviving R. Kelly hit, I never watched it, didn't need to, because I already knew the gig is up. They're on you, man. When you make oh, yeah, a doc I mean, a six a six series six, I mean, how many Look, most documentaries at best are one to two. Six, folks. Six shows of just nothing but R. Kelly. Like, you really don't... You don't Somebody mess, I mean, is on you. Man, you, they... <laughs> gee, weirds. <laughs> Look, we talked about this in the Cancel Culture podcast. Literally, the Times Up movement was responsible for a lot of these transactions. They boycotted him already. Cancel culture was already on him during this time. Times Up movement is just like Me Too movement. It's no joke. Cancel is the 12th house. Mars is hidden. 12th house is hidden enemies and Mars is an enemy like or a ferocity or it's a fierce planet and guess what guess what the Mars has the planet of the moon which is women because Mars rules the moon this is how you read it you say well what does this rule anything because not every planet rules something right But this one rules. See, sun doesn't rule anything. It's ruled by. There's no Mm -hmm. planets in the 11th. But Mars rules the moon. So Mars has moon power with it. And that means women power or the power of women as secret enemies. Enemies that are coming for your head. It's crazy, right? (laughs) 2019, February, he's charged with 10 counts of sexual abuse, right? Which is sexual abuse is the word we are, we play, that's what we replaced the R word with is sexual abuse, right? Right. Misconduct, right? Kidnapping, forced labor, racketeering, obstruction of justice. Stacked, stack, 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 stack. So in the Sun Dasha, Moon Dasha, it was his free is the time to say, look, maybe I should just go on and just do one, maybe two, and then that's it. But look, and all of these charges that you just fired off really don't have anything to do with the underage child. It have anything to really do with any of that because he can't get charged for that again. I don't Sex think, trafficking right? is one. Mm-hmm. Well, that, but that, that, but that's not really age specific. You understand no, what I'm not. saying? That's just no, it's in, not. yeah. No, it's not. But age specific does come up in the child pornography. But uh, but in is, is that in this case? Yes. In, mm, okay, so he had more of it. <laughs> he had child pornography. Yeah, see, as well. he, he had his opportunity right back then. He did. 
He did. They say he paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in two thousand and two to or two thousand and three rather to um, deal with that that case. Mm-hmm. And paying to me, folks, is an admission of guilt. Sorry. I mean, I'm not saying R. Kelly's guilty, but when you pay somebody to shut up, if I didn't do it, you can sing all you want, right? I didn't do it. Prove it. So this is when things really are spiraling out of control. Mars in the 12th house is now where we are at this current time. Um, and um, February, excuse me, August of 2019, he's charged with soliciting a minor in prostitution. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Mm-mm-mm. Mars aspects the seventh house and it aspects Rahu and Mars rules Rahu, so it also has Rahu power as well. Moon and Rahu power in the twelfth house of secret enemies and hidden things is not to be played with. In, in March of 2020, because he did get incarcerated and he was able to make bail, right? But in uh, March of 20, uh, 20, 2020, that's when they said, no, you can't go. You are now a resident, no longer a visitor. Finally, and I hate to say finally, but it's really not over. There's other things that we're going to see, especially when the Rahu Dasha begins very shortly. Because mm-hmm. um, Rahu's going to be in the... Even it isn't interesting that he gets into a Rahu Dasha and then Rahu goes to the seventh house. That's just like karma. Like when you get into the inner planes and you talk into your, your, yourself, your, your Asar, you like... I was like, look, look. I told, I warned you internally, I gave you heads up. You can't say nothing because when Rahu comes, it's literally at the same time in the seventh house of other people. So it's like all these things have been laid out before you and, 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 and having that kind of ability to extricate yourself is almost like it's a, it's a pain in the inner planes. You know, mm-hmm. we, we call Amawit. Amawit is a three part creature which sits at the side of the, the scales where your heart is weighed right it's the part of us that literally represents the lion which is pride the hippopotamus which is unbridled passion and the crocodile which is cunningness and craftiness right it takes you back into the inner plane it takes you from the inner planes and reprocesses you and you die the second death right that's for that's initiate talk so when you get initiated you know a little bit about it but that means that you you get you going you are reborn you not or you're not reincarnated there's two options reincarnation and to be reborn most people on the planet are reborn people that seek the higher that lean on the scales towards the spirituality or in the spiritual vein of things they are reincarnated you pick up where you leave off you get People that are parents and situations that come to you that bring you the opportunity to live a spiritual life. And when you're reborn, the slate is wiped clean and you have to start and find your way back. Right? So Amuit is sitting there when he's in the inner planes, right? Unless he does some of that healing that the sister talked about, and it's always still possible to heal. It's always possible to enact your will to be free of the animal. Not a free will but a will that allows you to be free. Right. Right. 
then you can enlighten yourself. You can lift yourself. You can put yourself in a better position. You can say, hey, and he did make a song, ironically, in this Mars Dasha that says, I did it. Now, I wouldn't have done that if I was innocent, but apparently he never said what he did, but he did say, I did it, whatever that means, right? Right. So, you know, this shows, folks, right, the karma of a man that has these circumstances it etched in his being. <coughs> Excuse me. It's etched in his spirit to go through this experience, these experiences to gain insight and to understand the lessons that come with sexuality, popularity, power. Attract. I'm not saying he's attractive because he's a man, but I'm sure women at some point found him attractive in some by some means, right? Maybe the power was what was attractive, but that Libra is that energy, right? Libra ascendant gives you that power to attract. The law of attraction falls under the head of rule realm. There's about eight other powers, right? <laughs> right, the law of attraction is eight other laws, right? Because you need the, the law to repel, right? <laughs> you need the law of understanding how inner work, inner interconnectedness works. There's other laws, folks. So, law of attraction can get you in trouble. Absolutely. So, don't hearken so much on the law of attraction. Uh, hearken on the law of peace. <laughs> hearken on the law of unity. Right, those are laws that supersede the law of attraction, because then it, it allows you to turn them off and on. Mm -hmm. So with that, right, we're gonna leave Mr. Kelly, right, and in the in the annals of of Cosmic Convos podcast, right. But so, this, go ahead. What was you about to get into? Because I was about to, you, we, we wanted to um, speak on that Rahu Dasha. Well, Rahu's just going to basically bring him a reality that is not one that he has ever been accustomed to living for an extended period of time. Rahu acts like Saturn, right? So it brings, you know, Rahu creates a desire, an itch that you can't what? You can't scratch it. You can't scratch it. Nope. Yeah. You know, Rahu, we always talk about Rahu. You can Rahu scratch Dasha. it, but it won't, you won't resolve it. <laughs> you can scratch you can it, scratch but that, it's going to get it, worse. It's going, yeah. <laughs> you scratch it and it's keep, get the, it, the itch gets stronger, right? Yeah. So guess what you have to learn to what? Ignore. You have to learn to center. You have to learn to put that itch and make that itch work for you instead of you working for the itch. And granted, being incarcerated, being around individuals that are not of that ilk or character makes Rahu even harder. And I'm not saying the man's going to do anything sexual by any means in prison, right? But isn't it interesting that in the Mars Dasha, a lot of things were so-called exposed that were very un unsavory. So Rahu is going to make sure that you... All those things that you had are going to be lived out in your inner planes. Rahu is a is a it's not a real planet. 
It's a sensitive point in the sky. You can't see it unless eclipses happen. So your your will becomes what? Eclipsed. You can't do the things you want. You can't enact the powers that you have. All those powers become null and void, or at least in the background. So now you're making and producing music from the inner, inside four walls. You're advising from it. And that's if someone even deals with it. Because remember, here's the crazy thing. Mars is in the 12th, but Mars also rules Rahu. So it's still kind of like a Mars Dasha extension. Does that make sense? Right. So it's yep, still going to be it. incarceration, things that create loss. Coming back from, you know, from a, a, a from a low place is what it is. Yeah, Rahu is an agent for Mars. Absolutely. Mars is ruling Rahu, so Rahu is that same energy, but now it's in Aries, so it's fighting. It's the need to drive. It's the need to to get yourself out of this situation. Right, that's gonna be the drive and the itch that can't be scratched is to try to free yourself from a prison that you know full well you've never been used to living in this kind of way or life at all in your entire existence. <clears throat> Does that make sense? <laughs> Too much sense. And to add fuel to the fire, Rahu will be in the seventh house with its natal Rahu for 18 months. For 18 months, Rahu, he's going to be there for 18 months, guaranteed. Well, he's going to be there for... Well, here's the thing. Uh, what, he what, could have a retrial. Years plus 18, he, but, but I could, mean, he's probably going to be could, in there for the next five they, years they could, at least. Yeah, they could try a retrial. That's probably going to take about like five years or something like exactly. that. Exactly. At least yeah. two. Because he got two until he enters the Rahu Dasha and then those 18 months that Rahu... He's got it's six sitting. months. He's got six months left of Mars. Mm -hmm. Ra no, I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. Two years, my my brother, my my, my fault, brother. Uh, that's 2024. You're right. Two years, but Rahu enters, right? It enters into there. You go right. As of April of 2022, April 14th, 13th, I think, right around there. It's going to enter into Aries. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't get the Dasha, you get the transit, which leads you into the Dasha. Right? It's rough. So my heart goes out to the brother, right? In the sense that I hope he understands that, you know, learning these deep lessons is a, is a cost that comes with all that power. Remember, Indra is the king of the gods. And Indra had to learn the responsibility. Indra had to do penance, didn't he? Right? This is what you will see. Right? The penance. The, I don't want to say apology, but possibly reaching out to the, to the world to say, you know what? I did have some things that I was on. I had some addictions. I had some things I didn't like about myself. Whatever the penance might be. Then the world... And the supreme being and the ancestors and those those forces that be might swing the tides towards an ultimate one day uh, removal of that particular twelfth house apparatus of, of prison or, or incarceration. But again, Rahu is going to be just that. It's a continuation of Mars energy. 
Indeed. 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 Yeah, this is, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the science never, um, you know, <laughs> never, never like, you know, it always, you know, just, uh, you know, expresses itself and just, you know, that, and like I said, this is the main, one of the main things we, we're doing this podcast for, you know, um, you know, astrology is not play play. No. <laughs> it's no. not play play at all, Mm-mm. you know, um, you know, and it's been a lot of people that's over the years, maybe unknowingly, you know, I've kind of, you know, uh, demoted to science, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, hopefully as we grow, as we continue to do these these shows and different things like that, and as you all continue to participate and show love or whatnot, uh, we can start changing that tide because, uh, yeah, it's just rolled out right there, man. And <laughs> it's just rolled, it it's just laid out, you know? Laid out. <laughs> Ghana was laid out, right? Right. Britney Spears laid out, right? Right. Coco Chanel laid out, right? Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. And Bill was talking, right? Bill was talking. And now, he, here's the thing Bill had something similar. All that power, all that, all the, all the money. It meant nothing when it comes to karma. It's humbling. So it taught, it right. teaches lessons that you and I, what do they say? The supreme being is the best judge, the best executioner. Mm-hmm. Just get out the way. When you see somebody doing something and you know they're headed in a destiny, a path, and they can't control themselves to a point where they destroy their lives, destroy the lives of others, break up happy homes, get out the way. Get out the way, right? God is neither rewards nor punishes. It right. leaves that up to you. So with that, right, I definitely think we we nailed uh, this particular show just like we nailed the others. So appreciate y'all mm-hmm. definitely coming out tonight. And um, we're going to have more of this coming throughout the season, folks. It's, 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 it's going to get good. Absolutely. 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 And, uh, you know, with all that being said, this episode 19, thank you all for tuning in. Big up to y'all out there in the uh, in the chat or whatnot. Appreciate your your input and your uh, participation and all that good Definitely. stuff. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Be sure to make sure that you like and uh, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already and share this with your people or whatnot um, so we can, you know, take this thing to the next level. You know, get this algorithm working in our favor or whatnot. Um, Brother Right, you got anything you want to say before we uh, officially close out? No, just uh, keep on tuning in. Keep on, you know, spread the word. Send it to people that have something to say about R. Kelly, you know? If somebody's right. saying something about R. Kelly and he's such this, that, and the other, send it to them so they can get maybe another side of the equation, maybe another personal perspective that might change how they feel about the brother because he is a brother. Right. And just because that's old saying, just because you have the con- the complexion don't mean you have the connection. But ultimately, he did do a lot for musically for black people and at least had some of our best interests at heart at some point in his career. So don't, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Definitely spread this around. If people start throwing them under the bus and saying things that really, you know, 
aren't compassionate, at least try to see it from a perspective that this man has some things that he's challenged with. Share it. See what they say. Indeed. Indeed. Because, I, I mean, you know, just kind of to that point, one thing I kind of hope that this, uh, the, the what's happening right now in regards to, you know, cancel culture and going and, you know, trying to hold people accountable to things is that um, it exposes something into the actual justice system that, you know, here's the thing that people have to realize, no matter how harsh you punish someone or, you know, whatever you got going on, it doesn't kill the behavior in the people. No, no. <laughs> you know, I mean, if that was the case, you know, the first person to get the death penalty, that would have set a tone for everybody. Would have been like, oh, I ain't doing that no more. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So it, it, you got, it has to be, you know, um, the governing powers have to evolve and understand what rehabilitation really is and how do you really fix the people in your society or whatnot. You know, right. you, you do at some point, you know, there's a role for restraining someone, you know, uh, for a time or whatever, but, you know, also it needs to evolve in how do you actually change, Agreed. uplift the society in general. To prevent true. it from happening again. You know? True, true. Remember, they call it a criminal justice right. system. Right. Right. <laughs> Not <the> justice system. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, with that being said, um, I want to, you know, thank you all for uh, tuning in. And um, this has been this week's episode. We will be back next week with another great episode. And make sure you check out the other podcasts as well. You know, um, the Single Dad Podcast, the um, um, Plant Based with Love Podcast, the First We Build Podcast or whatnot. Um, check them all out. You know what I'm saying? You know, because it's, you know, they're different topics, but they all kind of work together in uh, a little neat way or whatnot. So definitely uh, show some love to uh, the other content or whatnot. And make sure you subscribe to Caliparusha, right? You can get to that right here from this channel. You can see it here. Um, and also subscribe to the Ninth Lord Films um, um, channel, YouTube channel, whatnot. And we got a, got another film that we're working on. We'll, we'll, it will be out relatively soon. So stay tuned for that or whatnot. But um, that's all I got right now. Um, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And uh, we're out. Peace. Peace.